So if you're listening to this, then you've successfully gotten the second episode of this amazing, amazing, groundbreaking podcast that you're listening to right now. And if you did listen to the first episode, if you're one of those four people, and if you're still listening, then, well, well done to you. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. As well as well done. Um, Congrats, you're well done. Yes. And so you would have noticed in the last episode, we didn't actually have a name for it. But now we've, we've successfully come up with a name after an hour of trying, just sitting, looking at each other, trying Combining to any word we could, yeah. raiding thesauruses. We tried for a fair, fair amount, and we eventually came up with the title Three Words Max, which will be explained at the end of the show. Okay. So you've just got to listen, have faith in us. I know that's very that's unlikely, but just have faith, keep listening, and at the end of the show, you'll get the title. So, what I should have done first is probably introduce myself, I'm Asa Wheatley, and with me today is Adam Foley again, and we are going to be talking about whatever we want, because this podcast has no subject limit. So what would you like to talk about today, Adam? I honestly think we should continue with this one. We kind of left that nowhere. Dead snow. We did. Last week... We, we kind of explained, like, it's a good movie. We watched that Friday Fest the first year. We explained it was Norwegian. It was uh, zombie Nazis on a ski trip. Yes, we did. So we pretty much explained the entire film, and now we're explaining it again. Yes. But last week, um, if you haven't listened to last week, go back and find it. Um, I'm sure you can. Um, hopefully it'll be on iTunes. We spoke about how the DVD was unbelievably loud compared to anything else. Yeah, and this is the story that I was getting into. So, when after we had gone to Fright Fest, we both went to uni. We split off and went to our separate unis. Uh, I eventually met Sammy, my better half, at uni. After a few months, I wanted to convince her to come to Fright Fest with us. I was just like, it's awesome. I had just started getting her into comics properly getting her into, like, kind of proper horror movies, and I was just like, I can just do more, I can just show her more stuff, and she'll like it, and it's awesome, and so I wanted to, I wanted to go to Friday, I told her about it, she was like, oh, that sounds really good, and so to convince her, she was pretty much convinced, but me being me, I needed to convince her even more, so I bought a load of Frightfest films that I had seen, um, and a load of films that I really liked that were at previous Fright Fests, and we basically just showed her stuff. So stuff like Hatchet was at an older Fright Fest, yeah, I think that was and the Adam Green film. Two years before you yeah, two, yeah, 2006 it was, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, Wrong Turn 2, films we've spoken about before, Trick or Treat, House of the Devil... House of the Devil, amazing, amazing. I don't think I've ever watched a movie where I'm gripping my seat and waiting, willing something to happen as it, much. It is such a I great film. Just High West, amazing director. It's such I've a, never seen anyone do suspense as long as him. It's, it's the kind of film that you watch it, it's set in the 80s, it's a period film, but it looks, or is it the 70s? It's the 70s, I think. I can't remember. I love it, but I can't remember. It's 70s or 80s. Um, I'm pretty sure it's 70s now that I'm thinking about it. And although saying that, I'll go back and look on the DVD and it'll say 80s. Do you not have the DVD here? Uh, no, not the case. Oh. Um, so, anyway, House of the Devil, great 80s film, 
No, it's not an 80s film. 70s. 70s. It's a film set in the 70s. It's a modern film set in the 70s. But it looks and feels exactly like it was made in the 70s. And I mean that in the best of ways. Like, it doesn't look badly made or anything. It just looks so of the time. And they made it so well to just look like it was made in the 70s. So that's a film that I love and have great affection for. So I'd bought all, the, I'd bought all these films, the ones that I hadn't already got, and I'd bought Dead Snow and things like that. And because we were at uni and she managed to get into the university halls, um, and so she was living in, like, university residence, um, they don't offer TVs at university residence, which I think is crazy. I think every room should come with the television. But yeah, they don't. They don't. Uh, when I was in Bedford, they didn't give me when I had my old big block brick thing, and yeah. yeah. And so, basically, in the halls, they gave you a bed and a desk and a chair, um, and a shower. Yeah, I just well, mean we like, got a sink in our bedroom. They got a shower um, in each of their rooms. We didn't get that. We had they, one. We they, didn't, we, we they didn't went to well. really, really nice. They were freshly built halls. They were the first year to we ever. We had live them. the worst available. See, there's two in the um, at Bucks New University, the university I just graduated from. Uh, well, I haven't graduated yet. I've just I've passed. Let's say I'm not gonna graduate until September. But at that uni, they have two sets of halls. One which looks like a fucking prison and is horrible. And we actually found out whether this is just uni urban myth or what. But we found out that it was actually, the architect was a prison designer. And looking at Brook Street, the shitty halls in High Wycombe, you can see that, yeah, that's probably true. Then they had another, uh, those halls are right next to uni, so that's the good thing, they're very close. The other halls are about 15-20 minute walk away, but they were so nice. Freshly built for our first year. Um, and Sammy managed to get into those, and so they had really nice, like, everything was really nice and fresh. I don't know why this is important to the story, but it is. I'm just telling you it. Um, and so basically, I bought all the stuff, and why was it important? Oh, that's why. Because we would watch stuff on her laptop, on her bed, because there was no TV, no TV stand or anything, so we'd have, we'd sit in bed and watch things on her laptop, and... A lap. She had a fairly bad, shitty laptop um, that slowly died over the period, and then now she is eventually converted to a Mac, which is well done for her. Um, and it was basically sometimes the laptop when we were watching a film or a TV series or something, it would be really, really quiet. So we'd always have it full volume. So we're watching all these Fright Fest films. We put Dead Snow on. And we're just like, okay, we'll just watch this. Mind you, it is about 2 o'clock in the morning. But we've got the laptop at full volume because it's quiet anyway. So we're just like, well, we need it at full volume because if we don't have it at full volume, it's going to be really quiet. So it starts. And it's the DVD menu has classical music, doesn't it? I'm pretty sure it has some kind of yeah, like, classical... Yeah. And it is really fucking loud. So loud that I was just like, ah, ah, trying to rapidly switch it off, but failing miserably. 
as she was in like the hall kitchens or something like that. And it is like two in the morning as we're doing this. But why that's relevant, I don't know. But there's there's the leftover from last week. So last week we spoke about Fright Fest about how we couldn't go. You haven't listened to it already. Listen. Go listen to it. Please do. I I will put up links on the website for this, which hasn't been made yet, but by the time you are listening to this, it will have been made, and I will put a link in the description. So that's how you can find us, and I'll put Twitters, and Facebook, Facebook, and, and all that stuff up. So last week we spoke about that, how we're not going to Fright Fest, and it nearly made us cry because it's a sad state of affairs. Because it's it's, a, it's an annual tradition for us now. I mean, it became an annual. Tra- we went three years in a row. I mean, and I, I almost vowed never to not go. Yeah, it, it, it's literally the only thing stopping us was not being able to afford it. Yeah, I, I would literally buy a festival pass if I couldn't afford to. Um, if I couldn't go either, I mean, if I had the same thing of not being able to go to Thursday and Friday and meeting some of the Saturday, I'd still buy the festival pass so I could go. Yeah, if I could afford it. Yeah, if I had a spare 160 quid, <laughs> I would have easily paid for that. But the thing that gets me is, it's not just the cost of that 160 quid ticket. Because at the end of the day, when you buy it, especially because I don't, like, you're lucky, you live in London. Yeah. So I have to pay to get into London. I have to pay train tickets, like, there and back. Then you've got to pay travel all day long, like get into Leicester Square and back. Then food, like you're there from 10 until 2, so you're having three meals. 10 a.m. 2 a.m. Yeah, you're having three meals out, which gets it fucking expensive after a while. Mostly Burger King. Yeah, mostly Burger King because it is right across from us. And if Burger King want to sponsor us, by the way, we'd be quite happy to do that. (laughs) We would give them stellar, stellar reviews. Because we're probably going to need some sponsors at some point. Um, and I don't think spot, having a sponsor is selling out. No. Depending on what it is. Improves your product for the customer. I can't think of... Or the listener for now. Yeah, exactly. Like, we can advise people to go to certain places. Wink, wink. <laughs> Send us your information and we will get back to you. So, yeah, it, it costs a lot. And we um, I figured out that it was going to be about... 500 quid, like, if you think about it properly, like, if you're spending 160 on the ticket, on the ticket, it costs about 20 to get into London, 20 to get out, so that's another you 40. Mean, no, no, I just oh. mean from getting to High Wycombe to London. 21. That's what it cost me. Yeah. So it's 20 to get in, and in the last day. Exactly. But no, return, because um, it's five days. Oh, yeah. So that's 200 already. Hasn't even, like, it's just starting. Yeah. It's already 200 quid. Um, and then, what else do you have? Food. So say you, say you spend £5 on every meal. That's £15 a day. That's cheap. That, that, that's cheap. That is being really tight. Central London. That's yeah, Central ridiculous. London, 5 quid a meal is very cheap. Uh, for those who don't know, probably add about 20% onto anything you buy elsewhere, and that's Central London. Minimum. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, if you live in a little town, add about 5 quid to that, and that's cheap in London. So 15 quid a day for 5 days, add a mathematician. 
Sorry. <laughs> 15 quid a day for five days is 95. Eight, no, wait. 75. 75. So it's already 275. Okay, so maybe it's not 500 quid. Well, that's for a single person. But that's for a single person. you got to add into that. It's you and Sammy. So you're looking at what? 550. Yeah. And then as well, they also sell merchandise there. They sell t-shirts yeah. and posters and stuff like that. So if you want to get stuff like that, maybe an extra 30 quid. And then um, you have to have an allowance because, I mean... You have these little breaks in between, so you want to have a snack. Yeah, you will. snacks for the cinema. I can't go to the cinema without always having a drink and always having, like, snacks and stuff, like sweets, sweets and chocolate. You need a bag of sweets. Exactly. So you probably end up spending, over the weekend, you probably end up spending 30, 40 quid on just that kind of yeah. stuff. Because you also end up going to local, uh, you end up going to Cyber Candy, which is a local sweet shop, sweet shop, which has, world, like, worldwide sweets. It's got Japanese sweets, American sweets. At ridiculous hiked up prices, even for London, like a pound fifty for a can of Mountain Dew or something like that, and so you end up buying that kind of stuff because you're like, oh, I'll treat myself. Yeah. It's just a little thing. And then you have to add into it as well. I mean, everyone, most of the people who go there are like us, they're nerds, they're geeks, and they're surrounded by comic book shops. Yes, Sent- so we're all there. We're going, there. we're going everywhere. There are there's Gosh, there's Orbital, there's Forbidden Planet. The main three, and if you have an outbreak and you're willing to, you have the giant HMV. Yes, you have the giant HMV in the middle of Oxford Street. And I don't think the two of us have ever been in there together without one of us spending at least fifty pounds. Yeah, it is a little bit ridiculous. And so you end up because I I can't go near comic shops without buying comics. That's ridiculous. Possible. Oh, That'd be like just doing something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that would that would be like going near comic shops and not <laughs> buying comics. <laughs> It's mental. It's a thing that I can't do. Like, I've been... Um, like, Sammy is originally from Nottingham. I've been to Nottingham. Whenever we go there, we go to the comic shops in Nottingham. Both of them. I'm not satisfied just going to one of them. One of them's a forbidden planet. I still go there. <laughs> because I'm like, oh, there's a bigger one in London. But I'm here. I want to go to... Uh, I'll, I'll back that up. I mean, in Bedford, there was just one comic shop I knew. Page about. 45 is the Nottingham comic shop, which is very good, and I like it very much. Sorry, continue. No problem. Uh, it's called Close Encounters, and any time I went into town, um, it was the only shop I would always go in. I mean, occasionally I'd go into Game, I'd go into CX, I'd go do this, that, and the other. No matter what I was doing in town, and no matter who I was with, I was like, Close Encounters, we're going there now. <laughs> just, no, we're, we're there now. Come on, let's go. And we go in, and we always have to buy something. Yeah, yeah, if... It's a comic, graphic novel, merchandise, even second-hand games I buy. Pack of cards. Yeah. Um, and if if you are, like me, living in the Buckinghamshire area, do yourself a favour and go to Chesham and go to Action Comics. A-X-I-O-N's Comics. However, like, you know how to spell that. I'm not going to... He's our unofficial sponsor for this episode. He is. And... I've, I, um, I'm friends with the guy who runs it, Mark, and he is going to be on a future episode when we review the new Batman film. So look forward to that, and then go to his shop and buy stuff. Anyway, so comic shops all around everywhere. If we go to Fright Fest, we're going to comic shops for like every day, and I'm buying at least one comic. Yeah. It's just like, if they give us time, I'm going into, like, Orbital is probably the closest, wandering into Orbital, Picking one random thing up that I think I like the look of and buying it and then walking out. And I mean, going back to um, the overall cost of everything, you also have the benefit of um, having someone stay in London, be it my house or someone else's. Yeah. 
if you don't, that's another, what, 50 quid a night? Minimum? Yeah. I remember... Um, and that doesn't include the travelling to get that far out of London, send London yeah. to get something that cheap. Yeah. It, I, when, we, when we went for the first year, we both still lived in London, so it was fine. As soon as I left for uni, my mum my and my stepdad um, destroyed my bed in my bedroom um, and moved out of that house, basically, about a month after I left. Going back to destroying beds, I had to destroy my own bed as soon as I moved out of uni. Really? Moved out for uni, sorry. Destroyed oh. my own one. Yeah. Smell good. But yeah, so, that goes on to my next little thing though. For the second year of Fright Fest, it was me, Asa, and Sammy on the sofas in my bedroom. Yeah. You didn't have a bed because you had destroyed it. I destroyed it. And you had two big, like fairly big leather sofas. Quite comfortable. Yeah. If you're there for a night. Yeah. But for four nights, sleeping on them, and two people sleeping on one, one person sleeping on the other. It was a little, like, tight squeeze. Um, considering um, I'm 5'8"-ish, you're 6-something, I'm guessing? Um, I'm, like, 5'11", pushing 6. And Sammy, what, 5'1", 5'2"? 5'0", exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, you had to have Ace and Sammy on one bed, uh, one bed, one sofa. The sofa. big one. Not a bed. Sofa. sofa. Not a sofa bed, either. Just a sofa. leather sofa. Um, the only benefit we had was they reclined. Yeah. So we could actually, like, stick an arm out. Yeah. Or your head could be on the side. Or... That was perhaps the only thing. Probably. Otherwise, those surfers weren't very good. No, they weren't very good. Yeah. I mean, I, I could just about fit on one, and then you had Asa, who could just about fit on the other one, and Sammy, who had to go on that one. Yeah. And, um, and, like, as great as it was, like, because we got to be there for free, so it was fine. The second year, when I went, um, Sammy didn't actually know we were going. I, I bought it for her for our birthday, and I planned to buy us, like, a hotel, or, like, pay for a hotel as well. And I was looking at um, hotels and stuff like that, and I found the kind of closest distance where I wasn't getting fucking major taxi fares, but then far enough away so it wasn't really, really expensive, was about 300 quid for five nights. Jesus. And I was just like, that's double the amount of the tickets. Like, that's, that basically, I'm spending 300 quid on the tickets for both of us, and then 300 quid on hotel for both of us. I was just like, yeah, I can't afford that. And so I eventually found somewhere else to stay, and it was all good. But it is just an annoyance, like, not living right next to it. Yeah. I mean, if I won the lottery, the first thing I'd do is buy somewhere in Leicester Square to live in. Yeah, exactly. Just because I would be going to fight us no matter what. Well... Brightfest is obviously in Leicester Square and is obviously a big pull for me, but there is this cinema there called the Prince Charles Cinema, and it is one of the best cinemas in the UK. It's so good. They show um, new films as well as old films. I've been there to, like, most of the things I've been there to see have been, like, kind of mini festival or double special, like, double features that they've shown. Um, when When Machete came out, the Danny Trejo film, they showed a Machete Grindhouse double feature. And Grindhouse is a double feature anyway. Yeah. And they showed it in its entirety. Like, the only time I've ever seen it in a UK cinema in its entirety. And it was awesome. And that was the first, like, thing we went to. Um, I went to an Avengers marathon just before the Avengers came out. And they had, like, the Hulk film, they had Iron Man, Thor, Captain America... I've been to Clerks 2 Double Bills. 
they've had um, Kevin Smith and his wife on their podcast, Come and Perform Live. And it is just a fucking amazing independent cinema. And I love it. They're a sponsor that I'd love to have. <laughs> they sponsored us. I just, ah, oh, they wouldn't have to even give me anything. I, I'm happily plugging them now. Yeah, yeah that's your plugging right now. It's like, ah! I mean, most of the stuff we're going to tell you to watch, we really mean, I mean... We're never going to tell you to watch anything we don't like. That would be ridiculous. If we get something like, if, say, someone says, oh, tell them to watch this, it's a film, and we watch it, and it's awful, we will never do anything about that. We will tell you to avoid it. We will, tell you, we will tell you to watch it. No, I will happily <laughs> tell them to watch it. I will just tell them it's shit. <laughs> if someone sponsored us and we're like, okay, we've got this film, we want you to watch it and, like, kind of pimp it to your audience, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, there's this film. It looks really cool. Da, da, da. This is in it. This is in it. This is great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your film is shit. Um, yeah, so, yeah, go watch it. And that will be my pitch. <laughs> that will be what I'm going to sell you. just watch it to salvage you. Yeah. Because if I'm getting paid to tell someone to watch it, then that's You're fine. But I'm still going to tell people that it's shit if it's shit. I can't be telling people that it's not shit if it's fucking terrible. <laughs> be like that Dead Cert film from um, Fright Fest, the Cockney Vampire film. Oh my god. That was really, really terrible. And this is how this is how bad it was. I'd actually push that to the back of my mind. My favourite my favourite scene in that film was a scene where a man was brushing his teeth. That was the best bit in the film with me because it was the most realistic teeth brushing scene I've ever watched. <laughs> that is not a joke. I rem- the film is so bad. I remember sitting there watching it, just being like, "This this teeth brushing scene is really good." He's that you can see the toothpaste like foaming around his mouth, and it actually looks like he's brushing his teeth. Like I watched X Men First Class the other day. Great film. Really enjoy it. There is a bit where Mystique is in the bathroom and she puts, she literally puts toothpaste on her toothbrush, brushes once, says something to Charles Xavier, who is sitting, like, in the room next to her, gets kind of like, oh, I wish you hadn't said that, and then rinses her toothbrush and walks out. And it was just like, why did you have her brush your teeth, her teeth if she just went, done? That's not really, like, okay, she's blue. <laughs> That's not excuse for though. But I can buy that she's blue. I can't buy that she went, I'm done brushing my teeth, because I don't need to do it anymore. So, Dead Sir, terrible film. If you're interested in watching someone brush their teeth realistically, and you don't own a mirror, watch Dead Sir. That's my, that's my, pimp. see, terrible film, but I just pimped it to these people and now people are going to look for it and watch it. Those three I, I think my favourite thing about Dead Cert, though, was they had a, um, was it Transylvanian vampire? Yes. Who spoke in a Cockney accent. Yeah. And, and I, all, of his, all of his minions spoke in a uh, Eastern East East European accent. Since, yeah. He was Cockney. Yeah. He, he is, like, a kind of somewhat famous Cockney actor. He's been on EastEnders. Yeah. He's, and um, I can't remember what his name is. Yeah. He's the kind Captain of... Captain Yeah, something like that. He's the kind of Cockney actor that you see him, and you're like, I know him from other Cockney films. But basically, he... I remember he came on... It was either afterwards or before that he came on stage, and because obviously... It must was, have been before, otherwise they would have, people would have write it. Yeah. He was supposed to be playing a Transylvanian... Dracula. Um, Dra- yeah, he was supposed to be Dracula, Dracula. wasn't he? Like, but he came on, and he was just like, oh, yeah, I know I've, I know I've got a Cockney accent, that, that's a terrible Cockney accent. <laughs> I won't do that anymore. 
He basically said, I know I've got a cockney accent. accent. He's Romanian. Yeah. Um, And he basically explained having a cockney accent for a Transylvanian character by saying that, oh, I travelled a lot and he lives in London most of the time and so he's adopted the accent. And it was just like, that is some weak source excuse. That is no good. That is a terrible excuse it, it, for not being able to learn your like the accent of your character. It does come under like, um, okay, okay, that, that's a terrible excuse. But it is possible. But how do you explain everyone else who's been living with you, having a everything done, uh, uh, things similar to you, speaking with a Transylvanian accent? Yeah, it, that's it's true. Like, I don't buy it, what he said. No. But it is plausible. If he's been in London for the last 500 years, yeah. it's understandable. But... See, what I don't understand is why would Dracula be hanging out with Cockneys? <laughs> why is he why is he just oh I've come to London town? No no no. Why is Dracula buying a nightclub for no apparent reason but to own a nightclub? Okay. Well I kind of understand why Dracula is buying a nightclub. Dracula likes to make Dra- wives of Dracula. Yeah. Where else is he gonna get that than a nightclub? A London Cockney nightclub. Well, Cockney is the iffy bit, but where where better is he going to find willing women to become his slave brides? They're not, they're not very willing. Than in a uh, London nightclub, strip club. Yeah, but that's too obvious. I think like a strip club is too obvious because then, but because then if he starts making all the strippers his brides, he's losing his business. It's not a great business model. Whereas if you've got loads of girls coming to your nightclub and then you start taking them. That's he fine. could run a pink limo service business and ten parties come in. There you go. There we go. But where Dracula, if you're listening, <laughs> do that and you'll have a never-ending supply of mostly young and drunk brides. That's true. But if he does do that, where's, where's the limo going to drive them to? Where's it going to stop off at? Where better than his nightclub? Dungeon? A warehouse? No. Somewhere in the middle of nowhere where no one's going to suspect it. But if they do that, then someone... Why are you arguing about dead certs? Because this is awesome. Because <laughs> eventually, what's going to happen is the police are going to be like, well, every single person that's ever gone in this limo has suddenly gone missing. And in the same way, everyone who's gone inside a nightclub has gone missing. No. When they enter the limo, they can, they can go away, they can travel a distance... They can knock them out in the back and just disappear. If they're all going into the nightclub and not coming out, there's blatantly something wrong with the nightclub. But see, th- ah, see, this is what you don't understand. If you do the limo service, you can do it once before, like, whoever, the other parties are just like, well, everyone went missing from that one, I won't go on there. Whereas, nightclub, you can never, like, track it to the nightclub because you don't get everyone. You just choose, like, one a night. And then it's just a case of drunken girl got lost on her way home. They should do both. They should do both. Both. We aren't advocating the, <laughs> the kidnapping and murder of drunken chi- children. No, that would be worse. No, drunken no. young females. But if Dracula was going to do it, that's how I, I think that's the best way for him to do it. So Dracula, if you're listening, and you'd only be listening to this at night, of course, but if you're listening then this is what you should do. This is, and if I see Dracula's nightclub opening, I want some fucking residuals <laughs> from that. I, I want, want royalties. Yeah. I want Dracula to be coming over and just be like, look, come on guys, 
you guys over at Three Words Max Podcast. You got us this great idea. We've, I've got about 100 brides, and no one's thinking anything of it. And Come have some great. crazy math ethics. That, and then also have loads of money that I've made. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think he should do it. And if he doesn't, well... You're an idiot. And that was Ace and not me, so it's all him. Yeah. Yeah. Happily. Yeah. <laughs> Make me a vampire, I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be alright, I'll stay indoors most of the time anyway. If you become a vampire, I will eventually be one. Yeah. Wouldn't it's true. So, yeah, there's a bit of dead air that we just left in. I don't know why. I'll probably edit it out. I'm just going to edit this out a little. Every time I say the word edit, I just want to edit it out. Fair enough. But I'm not actually going to edit any of it out. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it all in. Raw power. Yeah, that, that's the difference between our podcast and pretty much any other one. We can't be bothered to edit it. Yeah. The difference between our podcast and every other podcast is every other podcast is somewhat professional. We just record our voices and then put it on the internet. There is... If you're thinking there's a crew of people recording this, there's not. There's me and me Adam and, and, a, and a computer. We don't even have microphones. We're recording this straight into GarageBand. So if, you're, so if you want to start a podcast and you'll probably be better than this, then just open GarageBand on your Mac. If you don't have a Mac, then go buy a Mac and have GarageBand. I'm sure you can do it without a Mac, but... I, 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 I have a laptop that's a PC. Go get a Mac. Yeah, there you go. I want a Mac. Mac should be sponsoring us now. Mac, How many sponsors have we got in this one episode? <laughs> this is ridiculous. So, yeah, open up GarageBand, make a better podcast than us, send it to me, I'll listen to it and cry, and then we'll give up. So, basically, if you don't want to hear us anymore, don't stop listening. Keep listening. Just listen as, as many as we put out. Just make your own better podcast. That's what you should do. Yeah, uh, why not? There you go. The lack of conviction in my voice coming through there. <laughs> Adam doesn't agree with me. <laughs> Adam's a businessman, kind of. And that just said, competition! Let's get competition! Well, competition makes us better. Exactly. There we go. Competition will make us better because other people will do better things and then we can copy them. Ah, but what's to say other people won't edit this? They will always want to edit it because people are perfectionists. Apart from us. <laughs> Apart from us. We're just going to leave just everything lazy. in. There we go. Yeah. We're just lazy and we can't be bothered to edit things out. Makes sense. So, yeah. last week we spoke about Frightfest, but along with that we spoke about um, how we met each other and how I hate people and Adam was a new person to me, as everyone is at some point. Um, and we spoke about how we met each other and we used to walk to school together. So now, I'm going to give Adam the chance to tell some other story from our school childhood while he thinks of one, because I can see the look in his eyes. He's just like, I didn't know you were going to say this. <laughs> I have nothing. It's and he has nothing to say. I literally have nothing to say for this. Anything it's at all. Just a school story. Um, I'm not going to do a school story. I'm going to do the time you and Kisha went to fight this. And he offered you this home. Oh, God, that was terrible. No, because then this is just going to be me yes. telling the story. <laughs> exactly. Okay, it gives you more time to think of a story. Okay, right. So basically, the first year we went to Fright... We're a big heavy on Frightfest at the moment. We really are. I think it's because we're missing it. We're getting withdrawn from them. Yeah, it's very... on my mind. The tickets went on sale last weekend. 
and we missed out, and it's the first time that we've missed out since we started going, so I think we are both... I, I would like to point out, we're not that dedicated as some people. Some people camp out, like, two nights no. before. Some people do camp outside Leicester Square Empire two nights before to make sure they get the tickets that they want. Mm. But, to be fair, we've gone every year, we've gotten there about half nine in the morning. And gotten good tickets. Tickets go on sale about 11 o'clock. There's, been pe- there, there's already a queue... Of about 50 people. Uh, there's that um, casino where people can't go in and they come out as old Asian... Old Chinese Old women. Oriental women. Yes. There is a casino that is right it's next the to the Empire Casino. Yeah. And basically, while we were lining up, for about two hours, we saw young white businessmen... Black men, Black Indians, men, Indian... Arabic um, people. Arabic people. Young people in... I don't know if it's the full burqa or hijab or whatever. Yeah. But the full stuff going in... And never coming out again. The only people we ever saw coming out were old Chinese women. Yeah. Now, I don't understand how we could never see... Because we never saw an old Chinese woman go in. And considering we were queuing up for two hours. Yeah. And why were all these people going to a casino at no. ten in the morning? <laughs> I don't know. But that's up to... That's their lifestyle choice, Adam. Don't judge them. <laughs> they, if they want to become old Chinese women, they're allowed. And so we decided that in a somewhat Doctor Who story episode, this place turned all these people into old Chinese women. And old Chinese women are going to turn Cybermen and kill us. There we go. So back to the story of the, um, the first Fright Fest year, where I went without Adam. Even though Adam had paid for his ticket, he, he happily and willingly gave it to I someone happy else. about it. Well... You did it. I did it. Yeah. I would have just been like, well, if I'm not going, <laughs> no one's going. Mm. And so, I mean, it makes more sense for it to be used. Yeah, I know what you mean. You have logic. I don't. Yeah. So he gave it to somebody else that we knew and hang out with. And we went to, the, like, I went with this other person, Kishan. We went for the day. And it got, the last film ended, well, it, the last film normally started between 11 and 12. Yeah depending on how long all the films during the day had been. And Kishin had just, like, basically, at about midnight, the tra- the tubes in London stop, and you can only get buses everywhere. Yep. And Kishin was being a moany little bitch and didn't want to get a bus somewhere because, in my opinion, I think he was quite scared of the bus. I think he was, and especially because he would have been getting a bus alone yeah. At mid, at like one, two in the morning, which is kind of fair enough. I wouldn't want to do that. Um, I didn't like doing it last year. Yeah, exactly. But well, I did, did it. Did it because I you wanted it. to watch the films. Yeah. Whereas, I'm... I think because he had gotten the day for free, he didn't really care. Yeah. And he was just like, oh well, I'm gonna like go now. Um, and I, I said to him, okay, that's fine. I'll like, I'll see you later. Um, and then he was just like, no, you have to come with me. And I got very confused by it. And uh, considering, um, I mean, you left when the tube was open, right? Yes. So Asa had we missed the last film. Asa had the option of catching the number six bus. Or the 52. Or the 52. Is it 918 available yet? Um, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So he had a choice of three buses that would drop him pretty much two minutes from his house. Yeah. Uh, or catching a train that would take him from Turning Cross to Kent's Green, one line, Bakery Line, two minutes from his house. Yeah. Continue. So, even even leaving early, I could be like, oh, well, I can still catch the tube, and I can go home, like, just really quickly, it's nice and easy, 
means I don't have to catch because if he's going to leave now, I'm going to have to catch the bus by myself. Um, and the area that we used to live in in London, in the middle of the night, especially over Carnival weekends, Notting Hill Carnival weekends. Yeah, another thing we should say is not, not the Carnival best. And Fright Fest always overlap. Yes, because it's August bank holiday, so it's not the best weekend to kind of be on your own in the middle of the night walking around. And for those who don't know, I mean. The carnival tends to have a few deaths. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of violence, violence at the carnival that happens. Young men getting all beaten up, testosterone everywhere, stabbings. Big rivalries going on between groups. Gang rivalries. They're not gangs. Things. They're like 14 years old. I know, but they are they are a group of people, and that is a gang. Uh, I don't mean like Bloods and Crips gangs. <laughs> I just mean gangs of people are like. More than six people, to me, that's a gang. Um, So, yeah, so I was just kind of like, oh, well, saves me having to go home by myself. I can just get the tube home, and it's nice and easy. So I I was just like, okay, I'll come with you. And now he, Kishan didn't live in the same area that I did. He lived a little bit out, and he caught a different line. And I was just like, well, I don't mind getting the tube by myself. And it's a little bit earlier, so it's fine. So... Yeah, the tube's fine on your own. Constant CCTV, security yeah, in your own place. exactly. Whereas the bus is a little bit more worrying and the bus stop is a little bit further away from my house than the tube is. Maybe about 30 seconds further away. That's 30 but seconds of available stabbings. Yes, exactly. So he, so we got out, we left the cinema, got to the tube station. I was about to say goodbye to him. And then he was just like, oh, but I thought we were, we were catching um, such and such tube line. And I'm just like, oh, well, I, I can't get that line because I, I have to go the opposite way. And he basically begged and convinced me to basically take him home. It was, like, it was like we were on a date and I was dropping him home after we had, just to make sure he got home to his parents all right and, like, say goodnight to him and then go home myself. But he had just passed his driving license test, hadn't he? Yeah. He'd recently got he just his recently car. I mean, shit car, yeah. but a car. He had a car. He was the only one of us who had a car. Yeah, he was the first one of our group of five or six friends that got a car. Well, the first one of us to do anything about driving. Yeah, and but he always refused to drive us anywhere because he was a tight little bastard. And so we're doing this, and we're like, I basically drop him home, and I when in our group of friends we pretty much only ever went to my house. If we were meeting up, we would meet at my... It made the most sense. It was... It was in the centre... It was in the centre of everyone. Like, everyone kind of came in together to get there, and then we all went where we were going. And then it was kind of easiest to get to mine from wherever we were going. Yeah. Um, would always complain about doing this. Because he had a slightly difficult journey compared to the rest of us. Everyone else had a pretty easy journey, but then... He had like he had to change a bus at one point, and to him that was a difficult journey. And if you can, he, he never let anyone invite you around at that time as well. No, he was very. I don't want uh, is secretive the right word. I don't know. Reluctant. I yeah, he was reluctant. He ran himself at that. Yeah, point. and um, so he kind of just avoided people coming into his house. And um, after after he'd known him for maybe like a year or so. People started to go around, and but I had never been to his house. I'd never ever been to his house. I don't think I had at that point either. 
Really? At that point you went afterwards? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, the two of us had never been to inside his house. And so I was thinking, if I have to drop him home, at least, because I know I'm going to uni in a month. At, well, not even a month. It was like two weeks after I... Um, oh, wait, maybe. Yeah. It was pretty... Because it, it was end of August, and then beginning of September I went to uni. Yeah. So, um, so I was just like, oh, maybe I'll get to see the inside of his house. Like, it'll be once. As we, when we leave, when everyone leaves to uni, I'm pretty sure we're not going to really see that much of each other anymore. And I mean, so, everyone was going somewhere different. I mean, yeah. There were five of us, essentially. Craig was staying in London, he had another year of college. Yeah. Asa went to High Wycombe. Yes, I did. Um, Christian went somewhere in Essex. Yep. Uh, what was it? I have no idea. Come on now. Goldsmiths? No. I think he went to the University of Essex. Oh, okay. But I can't remember whereabouts in Essex he went. No, I didn't. We had to train Barbin to learn this. Anyway, Barbin went to Leicester and I went to Bedford. I mean, the only people that had an easy route to each other were me and Barbin. Yeah. But it was expensive. It was like a £40 return journey. Yeah. And then, as well, eventually, when Craig finished college, he actually came to the same uni that I attended. And he's still there. He's the year um, below me, so he'll be, like, going into his third third year, year. Whereas I've just finished. But he still came here. But that's not the point of the story. Um, so I had never been to Kishan's house, and I was just like, oh, maybe this is my one chance. Before I jump off to uni, I'm going to actually get to see the inside of his house for once. And we got there, and he, he, he had promised me a lift home in his car. That was the other thing that convinced me. I was just like, oh, well, I'm going to get a lift home in his car. He never gives anyone a lift. This is an amazing moment in life. And so we got to his house. We got like out the tube station walked up to his house and then I was about to go into his house and he turned to me and he was just like you can just wait out here for a minute and I literally got told I had to wait outside the house and I wasn't allowed into the house and at one point I asked him why and he was like oh I have family over and I was just like that's weird why aren't I allowed to like I'm not going to do anything I'm not going to like run around naked or anything I was just going to stand awkwardly in the living room or in the hallway, even, while I waited for him to get his car keys or whatever. Um, but no, I wasn't allowed in the house, ever. And I never went into the house. And the moral of that story is, I don't really know. But <laughs> I never got into that house, <laughs> ever. There was never a moral for that story. But. No. The moral of that story is, if you've got a choice between watching another film, or going and standing outside someone's house for ten minutes while they look for car keys... Watch the film. To be fair, I thought that would be pretty obvious to most people. Yeah, I don't know why I went. I think it was just to stop him nagging at me. Mm. But I think if he had left, that would have stopped him nagging at me. I don't know. I did it, and I should have stayed, but I didn't. What was the problem with this? Do you know? I had no idea. I think I purposely avoided, avoided finding out. Because if I find out it's an amazing film, I might cry. So I think I purposely learn not to look for whatever that film was and because it was like two three years ago now i don't uh, like i couldn't even tell you what it was because i can't even remember i think he went on the friday yeah. i think craig i went on, craig on the thursday yeah because i was going to go with craig on both days but then um he like couldn't make this the friday and so i eventually ended up kissing the so there you go there's my retro story of school friendships. So now I've done one, you've got one. 
Uh, no, but I'm going to bring up something we spoke about last night and something we're going to do in future podcasts, but not this one. The Okay, I'm currently single, and I don't like it, but I'm... You've current- pretty much always been single, haven't you? I've always been single, but I've always been chasing someone. Yes. And right now... This I'm- is the story of Adam's life. <laughs> he meets a girl. He fancies her. He chases her. He chases her. He chases her some more. He doesn't get anywhere. He goes for a new girl. <laughs> a new girl. He pines a bit. A new girl comes along. He chases her. He chases her. And so on and so I forth. mean, there's only one girl that's really reappeared again and again. Yes. And that's my ex. Um, that's a story for another day, though. Yes. The story we will call her Girl X for the moment. We won't girl name X. her. <laughs> yes. She can stay anonymous. She may be appearing on this in the future because we're still very close friends. Possibly, which is good. Which is very good. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i very proud of something that's... I also that's once told Adam that I was actually going to go after her because I knew he liked her and I just wanted to see his reaction. And I actually basically forced me to go after her. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was kind of me making you do something about it because I was like, well, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. And so Adam had to just be like, uh, uh, I, I am going to do it then. I am. I was just like... Well then, move it. But um, what we discussed was the fact that right now I have worked long hours, I have only the weekends free, and I'm not going to go out and meet people anyway. I mean, we discussed this. The only way to really meet people would be at work, with friends, or... Uh, In some kind of education system. Yeah. So uni, school, college. I mean, that's how I met um, Girl X. How I met my better half. I, like, I came to uni. Never had a girlfriend before uni. First girl I met, I was just like, come on, let's dibs, go. Dibs, yes, you're mine. Dibs. You're mine, let's go. Took a couple of months of convincing, um, and I, then... I, I don't know if you've pointed this out in the, in the previous podcast or in this one, but me and Asa don't drink. No, I, I drank a little bit at the beginning of uni, because I was just kind of like, well, I'm at the beginning of uni, I'm going to drink a little bit and just kind of see what happens and... Like, it's, that was the way to meet people. Like, I would yeah. go out with my housemates, and then and then I got a girlfriend, and I was like, no more of that, then. <laughs> I don't need to do that no more. There's, when, well, I don't need to make an effort and, like, go out and meet people. Well, no, I'm not doing that anymore. That's ridiculous. And I, I went through a thing of, in my head, um, before uni, I could do anything I wanted. Anything that presented itself to me, that seemed like a sense, not sense, but a fun thing to do. I'd go for it. Fair enough. And uh, once you finish, I'd stop all of that, and I just... I didn't... I never really saw a great appeal to drinking. No, neither do I. But, I mean, it does It got to be lost 15% <laughs> of our listeners. They're just like, fuck you, drink it's <laughs> awesome. Um, it got me loose, bloody that, but I, I don't like losing control of myself. I know what you mean. So, yeah. I can I, so, now I've, I've drink now. actually never been drunk, either. Wow. That, I've, I've been destroyed. Yeah. That's one thing as well. I've never actually been drunk. I've drank. I've had fun drinking. Um, and I me- I drank partially through first year. And then after that, I, I haven't drank anything. So for the last two years, I probably haven't drank anything. You've got two years. I've got a month and a few days. Yeah, I've got, I've got two years sober. Not that I was addicted, <laughs> but <laughs> just fact. I had 18 years before that, and then I went off, I fell off the wagon, <laughs> and now I've got two years so Him falling off the wagon was the occasion, I mean, I think the worst I've ever seen you was your birthday. Yes. Yeah, that was my, your 19th. my the first, yeah, my 19th birthday at 
It was the, at uni, and it was the only time once when we all went to uni that, that all five of us like went somewhere and all met up for something. Like four of us. No, Craig. Oh yeah, Craig was not there. He had not come to uni yet, um, so he wasn't already in High Wycombe. So yeah. So th- okay. So after that, the only time we had all ever met up together was when everyone would go back to London. Now, I always had to just make an effort to go back to London because everyone went back to London for, like, Easter holidays or New Year's. And we'd still be living there. Our family's there, yours have gone. I had no one there. I always had to find someone's house to stay at. I'd stay at my old neighbour's house, Kamani, who will be on future podcasts. Um, Just a little teaser for them. Um, I'd have to stay at Adam's house. I could never stay at my own house because it was sold to someone else. Oh, people buying things. I know. Uh, I did go to that house at one point, though, like, to get posts from them, and I just knocked on the door, and I was just, like, looking in, just being like, what have you done to my house? Okay, but going back to now, why, um, before, like, the whole drinking thing, so, I mean, me going to a bar and meeting girls there seemed pretty pointless, because I don't drink. Yeah. So, we came up with the fact that I'm going to be internet dating. Yeah, so, this is the thing, um, for Three Words Max podcast, we're going to be following... Adam's trials and tribulations of online dating. Now, I wanted to go straight in for the paid ones, but as we're both poor and Adam's a cheapskate, we are going for the cheaper ones. I would like to point out I have a stereotypical Indian side. I'm half Irish, half Indian. <laughs> the Indian side kicked in. I'm a failing, you know. That is completely fair enough, and we are both poor at the moment, yes. so... We will get the paid ones eventually. We will get the paid ones as the story progresses... But we're going to start with the free ones, and we're going to see how that goes. We're going to build a profile for him, and I'm going to follow, not in a stalking way, I'm going to follow the story and kind of watch it build and see if he can actually get any success from these online dating sites. Because if anyone is the target audience for an online dating site, it is you. Yeah. It is literally you. And if... Like, the whole, I don't know, the whole chasing thing seems to disappear from, like, if you're online dating. Because mm. you don't meet someone and then, like, you have, with... Because if you just meet someone, like, I, when I met Sammy, I didn't meet her and was just like, Hello, you're my girlfriend now. La 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 la. Like, I met her and we were friends first and then it built up. Yeah. And so, like, that's kind of what happened. When you meet someone, it doesn't, it's not automatically like, Hello, let's have sex and be... In a relationship. Yeah, online dating, around is basically what is basically that. You, online you take away that. that big thing of, let's get to know each other for a little bit first, yeah. then go into like, it. Obviously, there is the get to know each other, but, but that's you the, know the other person's yeah. intention is to, to find someone, like, yeah, to find someone to be in a relationship with. And so it's just kind of like, well, if they're doing this, then it completely takes out the chase element. Which part of me thinks that was your favourite part of it? I do. That was definitely my favourite part <laughs> to watch. I, the taste is—it's kind of fun. I mean, if this does ever go out to anyone who's like fifteen, sixteen, a bit of a geek like that, yeah, you will eventually get a girlfriend. I got a girlfriend. I think that's our main audience. Okay, Ace. So Ace has got a girlfriend right now, and which is which is quite surprising considering I spend most of my life indoors. Yeah, Ace spends most of his life indoors, and I never really went out of my way to meet people. No. I just met people. Yeah, I do happens. things that would help my future self. So, yeah. um, I mean, I met my ex at a university taste course, and got friends with her, and I had awkward moments with shaking hands, and that's not the story. That is a story. 
remember this, folks. If you're listening, it's a story that will be told. Yes, the handshake story is one of my favourite stories of Adam's relationships that I have ever been involved with. Because I was there for it, folks, and you just listen. I keep saying folks, I don't know why, but I like it. You just keep listening, and we will put it in a later podcast, and we might even get said girl to be in it, and she could talk about that handshake. So we'll get onto this later. But back to so, the current uh, I'll have to tell her to... Uh, so we're going to pass that story until she's here. Yes. Best time to do it. Yes. But so um, Maybe they'll do it again. But yeah, so like, it, I, our target is the... Like adolescence. And Our target is us three years yeah. ago. We're just passing down what we've learned now. Yeah. Um, Which is You nothing. will eventually get to someone. I mean, just hang in there, I guess. Yeah. Just like, you'll just, you'll meet someone. Like, and, and you'll meet someone awesome. Yeah. I mean, I have. I, I did. I don't know how I did, and I don't know how she's still around. I still don't understand how I managed to get with my ex. Yeah. But I think you're, well, I think most people still come to about how I managed to get with my ex. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. It's a bit of a. <laughs> story. <laughs> it is what made you seriously did that. Yeah. It's a proud achievement for me as well. Yeah, it's, it's a well done moment. And when she comes on, I will question her religiously about it. <laughs> because I'm going to be, I'm very confused about it. But, as we said, we'll save that for when she is actually on. So, um, back to online dating. Yes. We're going to join the free sites for now. We're going to join specific ones for what I look for physically in a girl. Which yeah, okay. tends to right now be uh, Oriental or ginger hair. Which is an odd mix. Which you is an odd mix. Want... And they don't go together. No, you wouldn't want both of them. You wouldn't want no. an Oriental with ginger hair. No, that would be um, Okay, let's do this for a minute. If, if you could pick anyone, obviously not, I say real people not included, people we know not included, um... An oriental person that kind of describes your type. Because you obviously this isn't a visual method. Yeah. So they, if you say oriental, that could mean anything. They could be like, oh, he really likes Sam Ohan. Or he really likes Jackie Chan. Who knows? I don't know. So, okay, I mean, we, we, we discussed this last night. Who's a ginger hair person that you think well represents your type? Christina Hendricks. Fair enough. Really? I think that's the complete opposite of your type. It, it really does stand out to be the complete opposite of what I normally go for. Yes. Which is the <laughs> whole point of what I just asked, and you just completely went the other way. Okay, Christina Hendricks, um, if I want to bring it back to my normal type, Hayley Williams. Okay, so Hayley Williams, the lead singer of Paramore, is kind of my your, general type. your ginger type. My general type, I mean, but in ginger form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then what about um, Oriental? No. You don't know. Do you not know any Oriental like actors or actresses or many. models or anything like that? Um, I am very much struggling <laughs> to think <laughs> of any. Of mind is Lucy Liu. Is Lucy Liu? No, I don't actually fancy that. Fair enough. Um, I can't think of any. This is really, really bad. Maybe next time we'll prepare a little. We will have a bit of preparation done. To be fair, we yeah. have no internet access right now. Yeah. So we can't search. So we have no, we, I can't just be like on my smartphone looking up because I have no internet access and my 3G is terrible at the moment. Um, okay, so basically if you give Hayley Williams black hair and oriental skin, that's your oriental type. Pretty much. Yeah? I mean, black okay, hair? My, my type tends to be shorter than me. Which takes How tall are you? I'm 5'7", five, 5'8"-ish. Five, okay. Not entirely sure. So 5'5", five, five, so, say. 
Uh, is a good height. I mean, like five two, five three. Okay. Uh, that's always kind of where I've gone towards. Um, so you've always, whenever you've met someone, you've always gone up to them and measured them for. No, but everyone I've <laughs> everyone I've chased has always been around five two, five three. Fair enough. So mentally, I seem to like like that kind of height. I um, think it's just because maybe it's a height that you've gotten used to. And your eyes go directly to that uh, height. You, you assume that, but in the last three years, I have grown. Oh, okay. Do you not remember me at sixteen? I was true. tiny. You were. You were very little. I weighed forty kilos. Maybe that's why, because you wanted to be with girls who were as little as you, <laughs> and then you grew up, and they never did. Yeah, that's probably right. Okay, so okay, short, short. oriental or ginger, not both. Uh, I mean, it's not like I need that, but that's a preference. Preference. Well, you don't need them to be short, but it's a preference. It's a preference. Yeah. Um, There's no preference. Yes. Yeah. The intelligence of the girls I've fancied um, has grown significantly. It has. Jesus yeah. Christ, it has. Yeah. So let's just I say like intelligence. Let's just say the first few were a bit. I don't know. I don't know how to put this. It's the first couple. Yeah. The first couple, and then there was just a massive leap up in there IQ. Wasn't, yeah, there it was, was like double the IQ. Nothing against the girls that you went for. Oh, they were lovely. Yeah. They're lovely people. Lovely people. Just not intellectual. Dumb as shit. <laughs> I couldn't find a way. They to would put walk it in into a lamppost twice. Yes, and still not know what had happened. Not because of concussion, because of stupidity. But anyway. So, and I will this time, I'm not going to ever mention names of these people, that's just... No, we'll leave out names yeah. for the sake of their own sanity. They will. And our sanity, and our safety. Because <laughs> um, they may be stupid, but they're probably very dangerous. So, let's... Okay, so, oriental or ginger? Yep. What kind of ginger? Natural. Natural ginger, okay. So not red hair. No. The new, like, the red hair craze that's that, going that on at the moment. That would be the best that. No. Um, although I, Sammy did show me a picture of someone and they had pink hair but it was pink faded in with brown and it actually looked really good I was just like that looks really good <laughs> I hate to say this because I'm the kind of person who looks at those people and just like you're an idiot but I hate it but it actually looked really good um, anyway so natural ginger or oriental not both somewhat short so about five two five three, intelligent. Some some intelligent doesn't have to be the brainiac, but smart, common sense. Yep. What else? Uh, recently, it's been uh, they have to be funny. Okay, sense of humour. Sense of humour. That's always nice. That's always nice. And the big. Do you like them to be funnier than you or not? Am I funny? So I'd say somewhat. I'm somewhat funny. I I don't mind if they are. Fair enough. I mean, if they can make me laugh, that's good enough. Yeah. Well, no. Okay, I mean, not... Last, the, last two, laugh, the last two, they could make me laugh quite easily. Yeah, okay, that's all right then. But then were you making them laugh as well? The last one, definitely. The one before, probably, but I don't know if she was in there. That okay, that's fair enough. Like, as long as it's kind of... I think as long as it's kind of partially both ways... Yeah. Then you're all right. right. Well. If it's very one-sided, then it's going to be... By the way, if anyone listening knows anyone that fits this description... Please let me know. Yeah. I'll, I'll put up... Although this would ruin our internet dating thing. Or we could still do that anyway. Well, no, because it would still be internet dating, because you'll yeah. get their information yes. over the internet. There we go. There we go. See, I think So, okay, so let's go over them one more time. I go over them every time you mention something, but that's because we go off on a tangent. <laughs> Oriental or ginger, short, short. five two five three, 
somewhat intelligent. Doesn't have to be the smartest person in the world, but intelligent. What was the last one? Funny. Funny. Oh yeah, funny. Um, I've always thought for nice eyes. Eyes. And not greatly humongous boobs. Not greatly humongous boobs. Like, that's a really complimentary way of saying small boobs. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like huge boobs. I like small chested girls. That's fair enough. Because they tend to be perky and I like that boobs. Fair enough. You're allowed your preference. Also, everyone's allowed really weird. And Which is why I thought Christina Hendricks did not yeah. fit that category at all. Anyone knows who she is, doesn't know who she is, look her up. She does not fit this category. The only thing she has, I'm going to mention this now, is ginger hair. Is ginger hair. And I have a slight thing for American girls. Fair enough. My ex was um, taught English by an American, and she has a slight thing of American Ah, accent. Okay. And yeah, I did not know. Well, it's kind of faded out a little bit. I I haven't like known for about four years. Yeah, I don't know her as much as you do, obviously. Um, But yeah, I didn't realize that. Fair enough. Yeah, and um, the girl before her, again taught um, English by an American, I think. And they tend to be cute and pretty. Cute and pretty. And or pretty. They're both. Both. They're always both. Fair enough. Rather than, like, strikingly hot people. I don't like them. No. Neither do I. I don't like Wait, that makes me sound really bad. (laughs) 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 I may have to delete that out of this. Just because, uh, like, I, I love my girlfriend, but... Yeah, I'm making this worse. I'm going to shut <laughs> Sammy's very, very attractive. Thanks. I can't say anything else because this is going to make it worse. Well, yeah, okay, I, I, I prefer cuteness over... When you say, look at me, I'm a model. I don't like that. Okay. Cuteness over skankiness. Cuteness over skankiness. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we should think. Yes. That's the, that'll be the title of the episode. Cuteness <laughs> over skankiness. That's what I'm talking about. The girls who go out wearing nothing and just like, oh, look at that! No, I can't, I can't stand those people. Exactly. Those people. The people who are just like, I'm to hat. Look at my hat belly. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, and then you speak to them and you realise they can just fuck form a sentence. They're the they people. have less intelligence than Wayne Rooney. That's saying something. That's a, that's a compliment for them. Yeah. That's funny. Whereas you look at the last few, they've been very intelligent and very attractive. Still. Yeah, the last few you chased after have been somewhat intelligent. More so than those... Um, I don't really know what to call them. The beginning couple. Yeah. Those two. The others. The others. Yeah. The ones that slightly just, they have the physical features, not the mental. Yeah. 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 And I, I do just want to say, what I really kind of appreciated, I don't know if that's the right word, what I really admired about your, like, relationship struggles is not only did it give me many, many hours of enjoyment, <laughs> But it, it also gave me a lot of respect for you because you never gave up. There was never, ever given up. Like, everyone everyone tries in, like, secondary school. Um, I tried in secondary school and failed. That we won't talk about. Um, That's a story for another millennium. Yes. And, but then I'm glad I failed because then I went to Sammy. uni and, yeah, I got Sally and everything's great. Um, I hope that's made her feel better after living, if she ever does. And then, yeah, so I always really, like, admired the fact that you went through girl after girl after girl after girl. And we were, we were talking about it earlier. And, and one of those girls appeared, like, three times. Yes. It would be, like, 
Girl A, Girl B, Girl A, Girl C, Girl A, Girl A, Girl B, Girl C, Girl B, Girl D, Girl B. Yeah. Girl E, Girl B, Girl B, Girl B, Girl B, Girl B. And then right now it's nothing. That's why we're doing the internet dating thing. Yes, that's where the internet is. It feels weird not to be chasing. Yeah. It feels weird not to have something to take the piss out of you for. Maybe. Don't take it as a compliment. Oh, well, maybe too. I have nothing wrong with me, apparently. Well... That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you don't have a girl you're chasing and I can't take the piss out of you for that. Something you've become too accustomed to. Yeah, something I had really, really enjoyed in life, which was I'd watch Adam do this, these things and I'd respect him for keep on trying, but at the same time as respecting him, I just had to take the piss out of him a little bit because it gained me hours of entertainment and it was just fun to do. And it was never in, like, a horrible, sadistic way. Uh, to be fair, I mean, if anything did go wrong, Ace was the first person I could turn to. Exactly. Why, I don't know. Like, always coming to me for relationship advice. I don't know if I <laughs> had any. I was you never, never did. I had never been in a relationship. Not at that point. But I always was the I, first I person you asked If I spoke to anyone else, I knew that they'd tell someone else. Yeah. You, if I went to you in confidence, you'd keep it in confidence. That's because I had no one to talk to. I had I had you and Kamani to talk make to. Make friends with the hermit, it's fine. Yeah. Make yeah. friends with someone who doesn't talk to anyone else, then you're the only person they talk to. It's great. Very easy. Yeah, that's how I live my life. So you can keep a secret if one of them has no friends. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> this is getting a bit harsh now. <laughs> Come on. I have some friends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have three, maybe. <laughs> if that. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you getting on online dating. Yeah. So we're going to make a profile at some point over the next kind of um, couple of weeks. If we do get this up anytime soon, if anyone can send us a link to what they'd recommend as a good online dating site. Yeah. If there is anyone who has successfully done it and is in a relationship, or maybe you're not in a relationship, but you had a good relationship from it, or even just anyone, even if it was a terrible relationship, I just want... There to be we all prove that it works. Yeah, and this is our kind of test about it, and we want to kind of do this for shits and giggles, and we want to see if we can get Adam a date and have a girlfriend. You think like I can't get a date? I can get a date quite easily. Okay then, but I can't sustain that. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm a bit too weird for most people. There we My go. My humour doesn't rub up very well with most people. No, um, but you know, I want to. I want to get that sustainness for you because I think it'd be really fun to watch and just be entertained by it. And so that's the whole kind of premise of the online dating stuff that we've come up with is just to entertain me, basically. And now we've got this podcast going to entertain our three listeners. We, we lost a listener, apparently. We did have four <laughs> earlier. Oh, the no group. And now we've got three, yeah. Uh, My mum stopped listening. <laughs> She's like, you're not drinking, you weedy little fucks. And then she just downed a scotch. So, you know, thanks, mum. Right, and moving swiftly on to why we called it. Three words, Max. There we go. So, at, at, here at three words, here at three words, Max HQ. Yes. We, after spending hours and hours of kind of Thinking of podcast names. Literally hours. Yep. We kind of came up with Three Words Max because 
I talk a lot. It, I'm not sure if you've noticed. If you've been listening for the last hour and eight minutes, it's it's something percent Asa, and I have a few here it's, or there. Yeah. I'll, I'll put the odd sentence in. Yeah, and when we were trying to figure out names for podcasts, we kept thinking of really long, terrible titles. And at one point, I just said we should make it three words max. And, and then the that was title it. should be only three words max. Yeah, and, and then. Excited. Because Max is brilliant. Yeah, it just kind of got to a stage where we both got really excited, probably too excited, <laughs> and just went off and we were just like, we could do this and this and this. So something we've come up with is having a mini review at the end of every episode where, because I'm the person that speaks the most, I could never do a three-word review because I am just going to talk for hours about whatever I'm talking about. So... Each week, whoever I'm talking to at some point, if there's guests on, or if it's with the regular host, um, as it is today, I'm going to get them to bring something in that they can review in three words, Max. And so, without further ado, here is the first ever three words Max review. Don't do it about your iPhone. I'm not doing it about about something good. (laughs) Better than... Just an iPhone. Because everyone, iPhone is good. Even if I can do it, then it's not worth a three-word review. That wasn't maybe my review. What was it? Hasn't broken yet. Fair enough. I'm expecting it to. Okay. We need a real one, though. I don't want to do it on iPhone. I don't want to review. We've already, we've already pimped Apple enough this episode. <laughs> we don't need to pimp it anymore. Something that you like, something you've been playing recently, or something you've been um, watching recently... Right, so we're going to do it on Magic the Gathering cards. Okay. Surprisingly, great fun. Surprisingly, I want to ask you questions, but that defeats the purpose of this three-word review. So, instead, we're going to say, it's the end of episode two. We hope you come back for episode three. Thanks for listening. Wait, 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 wait. Don't stop listening. We've got more. We've got more just to tell you, just to inform you of some things that we've finally gotten around to setting up. So, we've set up our website, that's possibly where you got this from, and the website is threewordsmaxpodcast.wordpress.com. So, go onto the website, that's where you can see all the latest updates, all that kind of stuff, and what else have we got? Alternatively, we've got Facebook, Uh, search threewordsmaxpodcast onto Facebook, and... um... Yeah, they will find our latest little things, our little rants or whatever. I'm saying rants, it's going to be rants. Yeah, it's going to be me talking shit. <laughs> and lastly? Oh, and as well, we've also got a Gmail account. It's threewordsmaxpodcast at gmail.com. Any fan mail you want to send us, just send it straight that way. Threewordsmaxpodcast at gmail.com. Threewordsmaxpodcast.wordpress.com and threewordsmaxpodcast on, on Facebook. Easy to find. If you listen to the show, hopefully you know what the title is, and therefore you'll be able to find all the information that you need about where to go to annoy us and talk to us, and we will, I will respond. Guaranteed. Guaranteed response from Asa Wheatley, non-guaranteed response from Adam, unless you swear and he will tell you to go fuck yourself. Essentially. Essentially. Now you can go. Thanks for listening.